Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now, with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today we have two ladies who operate an organization in the humongous town of Leamington, Ontario. (laughs) And people are going to ask where that is. What's the largest big city to Leamington? Uh, Windsor would be the largest city. We're actually right at the very tip, the very most southern point of of Canada. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. The the founders of their company are Vida and Christine. And uh, we're going to get into that in a few minutes. But let's start with your post-secondary education. Sure. Um, So went to St. Clair College, neighboring city of Windsor, Um, graduated with um, business admin. And um, since then, I've worked in several different industries. Okay, Christine. Um, I went to the university, uh, uh, Trent University in Peterborough. Um, I I, I wanted to get into teaching, and I didn't make it into their program, so I just took general arts and sciences there. Um, and then from there, um, it's been a lifelong learning outside of school. I think I've learned a lot more outside of formal education than I ever did in the classroom. Absolutely. Sounds to me like you're both very street smart, engage, <laughs> engaging with the community. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you, and you both have PhDs, so... In people, maybe. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into your work experience. Vida? Mm -hmm. So I've worked in different um, organizations or industries. I've worked in the fishing communities. I've worked in agriculture for an extensive amount of time, almost 20 years. Um, Hospitality, uh, retail, um, and most recently before... Um, setting off on this personal journey, um, I was working with um, employment. Okay, Christine? Um, I started in hospitality, and then from there I was working with individuals um, with uh, different handicaps, uh, developmental handicaps. Um, And then from there, um, I took 15 years off to raise my kids, and I moved down to Costa Rica. So I lived in Central America for off and on for about nine years. So I learned Spanish down there. I learned Latin culture. Um, I uh, and then when I came back, I I started working in uh, at an employment Ontario agency, and I worked with newcomers to Canada for several years. I, I worked there for a total of almost ten years. Um, the last three years, I worked with marginalized youth. So I was an employment counselor and a job developer in uh, a youth program and worked together with Vida and that organization. But you're only 29. <laughs> Let's get it right, 25. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we have some academic background, mm-hmm. some language background. How did you come together to start the working class? Um, okay, so Vita and I worked together um, with these youth that were marginalized. We worked with individuals from all kinds of different backgrounds. 
And that's where our eyes were really open to the needs of our community. Um, and, uh, and, and I, I think we were just feeling stuck in our jobs that we weren't able to help as much as we wanted to. So we started to dream bigger. We started to realize that we can't just wait around for the solutions to come. We need to create solutions. So, um, you know, wanting to go farther in what we're doing, we were, we had like a three week pre-employment training program that these youth were going through. And then we found them job placements and then that was pretty much it. But we wanted to go that next step. We wanted to be the employers for them. We want to take them like on a longer journey and help them really develop skills that will, you know, equip them for life in general. So that's where this was birthed. So Vita, you're a social innovator and you run a social enterprise. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the programs that you run. <clears throat> So the, the programs that we're running are, um, there's kind of two sides to our business. There's the, the catering side, which is um, the where we generate the funds. And then we have the skills uh, development side um, of our business. And this is where we work one-on-one -on -one with our individuals, teaching them um, daily, you know, day-to-day -day experiences, how to cope with, um, you know, struggles such as communication and um, teaching them those soft skills and then putting them to practice, as well as we will teach them um, executive cognitive skills on how to deal with their emotions and some of the struggles that they have and to overcome those barriers that they deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay. So the catering has kind of an element of a for-profit business. Correct. But it's a social enterprise. And uh, the nonprofit side is helping, what is it, marginalized in the Windsor area or Leamington area? Leamington. Leamington, yes. Okay. So you haven't run for mayor yet? No. No, we've got a great mayor. We wouldn't want to replace her. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So how big is your team? Christine? Nope. So far, we haven't launched yet. We're planning on launching in the next couple of months. Um, so for right now, it's myself and Vita. Plus, we've got three members of our board that are um, advisors to us. Um, and then we have, um, we have funding to hire our first, uh, almost our whole first cohort of individuals. And we're waiting on some more funding um, to hire um, a chef and bring on board some other um, core individuals. Um, so for right now, we've got a couple of volunteers helping us on the side. Uh, and this is it so far. We're building it. Yep. And you have a virtual office, I assume? For now. We're, we're working on our kitchen. Um, we've got renovations are underway. Um, we've got space there for our offices, but it's under construction, so we're working virtually. Okay. And this team, where did you recruit them from? Um, the ones that are on our board, they're, they've been good friends of ours. I think uh, we got really, I got well connected a long time ago with Julia. And then Mike, we worked together with him on the, uh, the June 27th Miracle event last year. And really found out that, you know, we have, we have kind of the same heart for the community and um, really meshed together. So, so we brought them on board as well. 
Um, there's another individual that very dear to us that we've known for the last, uh, I'd say, three years. Mm-hmm. Um, an individual that struggled with mental health and drug addictions and all of that. And, you know, his perspective helps us kind of uh, to keep our ear to the ground, right? Um, to know what people really need. Mm-hmm. So, Vita, let's get into the, uh, the catering side of of the organization. Okay. Uh, are you going to, where are you going to deliver these meals that you're making? So we are going to be um, making connections with the growers in our area. We have, um, like Levyton itself is, um, is very rich in the agriculture industry. We're kind of like the greenhouse hub of, of uh, southwestern Ontario. So we will be uh, making connections with the growers. Um, and, you know, with 20 years experience working in, you know, in the industry, we've got some um, some great connections and networking there. And then um, we've already been in communications and we're working with the migrant workers to be part of our focus group. And that's exposing them to the meals, allowing them to have some feedback and then letting them know about our meal programs that we'll be offering to them. How do you reach migrant workers? Because you're not always sure where they're going to come from, how long well, they're going to stay, and where okay, they're going well, to stay. Well, the way that it works with the greenhouse industry is they work through two two different programs. So one is um, an eight-month program where they the growers will recruit them um, and then have them come in and, and work for them on a work visa for eight months. And then there's the temporary foreign worker, so that's the seasonal agricultural worker program. And then there's the temporary foreign worker program, which is a two-year program. And so, um, so far, the recruitment that's happened from this program has been uh, Thailand, Philippines. Some, some have been coming through uh, from Guatemala. Um, we just found out recently, which I wasn't aware of, because I've been out of the industry now for about eight or ten years, um, that Romanians, we have a whole bunch of Romanians coming through on the program. So it's, it's a very diverse program. And then these individuals are connected to the employer that recruits them in, that offers them the employment uh, for the eight or eight months or the two years that they're with them. And, um, and so that employer has the responsibility of providing housing. It's part of their employment agreement that they are offered um, a place to stay, a home, so on and so forth. So Just to add to that, we're, yeah. we're, we're targeting first the grower because right now, because of COVID, they have to isolate their workers for the first two weeks that they're here. So, so our, you know, our, the first thing we're doing is targeting the grower so that we can make those contacts as they're coming in. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's also, there's periods of time, especially Thursdays and Fridays, when our town is saturated with migrant workers. They all get paid they all come to the bank, they all go get their groceries. So, um, so it's easy to make contact then. Mm -hmm. So, um, we'll be, we'll, we'll be visiting them, you know, on, Mm -hmm. it's easy. It's a small town. So they're on every corner. So, um, and we have the language ability to do that too. Absolutely. Now with COVID it's kind of restricted us a little bit, but prior to that, I mean, they go to our churches, they're involved in community events. They're part of our community. They're an essential piece to to our little hub here in Leamington. That's exciting. So what kind of meals are you going to make with this diverse uh, population, including Romania, Mm -hmm. uh, Mexico, et cetera, et cetera? 
Yeah. Well, we were, we're going to start off um, focusing on two primaries, um, the Mexican um, and the Jamaican influence fields. Yeah. Yeah. As we, as we, as we make those contacts, if we find out that there's a firm that really has a need for the catering and they have, you know, a hundred workers that came from the Philippines, then we're going to expand our offerings at that point. Sounds like some of those meals are kind of exciting. Why not yeah. sell them to the, the, the town of Leamington? I think that the migrant worker population, um, also, we also have a heart for them too because they're here, they're separated from their families. Um, they don't have a lot of options, you know, and if they're gonna, if they're gonna get a meal from a restaurant, it's going to cost them a lot, just in the delivery fees alone, let alone the food costs, right? So by, by batch cooking, you know, for, you know, 200, 300, 400, 500 people, we can keep the cost low for them. We want to concentrate on nutrition as well for them because, you know, we want to make sure they're nourished. You know, when you eat well, you're healthier, you're happier. That's what we want for these people. And, and food is, Food's a source of comfort. I, I remember when I lived, you know, in Costa Rica, if there was one thing I missed, it was the food. You know, when you can eat a home-cooked meal, you know, something that maybe your mom made for you, you know, you feel more at home. And so, you know, that's why we're targeting this community. And um, and as, as we just keep seeing new greenhouses growing and growing and growing. We know that there's more migrant workers coming in and there's more of a need for it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that uh, right now with COVID and everything, like we weren't interested in doing a restaurant style business because it's, it's not viable right now. You know, we see the small businesses in our community struggling and this just seems like a better option for us. And then we don't have to deliver, you know, from house to house to house. We go to one bunkhouse and we're delivering 15 We go to another bunkhouse and it's another 15 It helps to keep our costs low. Mm -hmm. So, are, Vita, are these meals boxed in some shape or are they frozen or... Yeah, no, they'll be cooked um, that morning. So so the two meals that we'll be offering are lunches and dinners. So we'll kind of have two shifts. And so we'll we'll cook them up, box them, and then get them up for delivery immediately so that they're still warm when they're getting to the workers. And then we'll do the same thing for dinner. No snacks. Not at this time. Not yet. Maybe, maybe fruit salad. <laughs> we, we, we've thought about it, though. We'll, we'll yeah. get started with one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've got many ideas, but we got to start small. <laughs> well, no, it's it's important to get some small successes mm -hmm. and then grow from there. Yeah, absolutely. So three years from today, what's your organization going to look like? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, we definitely want to be probably double in size. Definitely expanding our kitchen. There's no question there. And then we, we've actually been talking, like we have so many ideas. Like we want to keep expanding the, you know, the whole executive skills and learning and potentially bringing in some more of maybe some skills, trades, resources or something along that line. Uh, but something that's really dear to our hearts and it's kind of what, pushed us to make this move in this venture is, you know, we, we really got, um, 
strings are pulling at our heart at our heartstrings when it comes to homeless, right? And we want to really be part of solution to that down the road. Christine, do you want to add to that? I do. Um, So we've even had some conversations with St. Clair College. So three years from now, I really feel like we would be in a good position to to have a relationship with them where we can offer um, the skills training that's certified. Um, You know, have have them doing itinerant uh, classes in our kitchen and preparing chefs, you know, and giving them more than just, um, you know, a six month program, you know, giving them a real, you know, a certificate kind of a program. And, um, and not only that, but like even just breaking it down to micro credentials for somebody that doesn't want the whole chef um, uh, career path, but, um, but working alongside with, um, you know, St. Clair College or other institutions like that, so that, um, you know, just to take our training to another level. Yeah. And like uh, Vita said, you know, we have we have in our minds to expand to um, other industries because the, uh, the executive skills training, um, we don't want to limit somebody to just food service. There might be somebody that needs the executive skills training, but they want to do construction or they might want to do like another kind of a, um, a career. So, you know, we would be open to expanding, you know, maybe in three years, five years, 10 years, I don't know, but um, we just keep dreaming big. <laughs> That's excellent. What about uh, doing a social franchise where it's done in other communities Mm -hmm. and you have an operating manual or a marketing manual and then you provide consulting advice to show them how to do it in another community? That's also something we've thought about. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. That's something that uh, that we could develop and uh, and market. Um, you know, to sell to employers even um, in general. You know, or you know, other regions. The Niagara region has a lot of migrant workers. Um, I think there's other other places around. You know, the, our province or even our nation that could mm-hmm. um, copy our model. You know, and and uh, and we could scale it that way. Absolutely. Excellent. So having said that, uh, you need to expand your team. So, for example, for our organization, we have a virtual assistant who doesn't live anywhere close to us, and she does all kinds of stuff that makes it easier for us. Mm -hmm. So that's something to uh, consider. Mm-hmm. Um, what about business planning? Have you done much of that? The business planning? Yes, we actually um, we had we had received funding from the investment readiness program, and with that money, we invested in a consultant, a hospitality consultant, um, and they developed our. We had an initial business plan, but he he developed it even farther for us. He did the concept plan, the feasibility study, uh, the marketing plan, and the branding for us. So we have a nice package of, um, of, of business planning that's professionally um, developed, and, and, and uh, we refer back to it constantly. Mm-hmm. 
So do you have a line of credit with the bank and credit cards with the bank? Not yet. That yes. it's coming, right? But that takes some time. As a new startup, that's not really, you know, they're not all that gung ho on on helping out new enterprises, right? Well, you'd, you'd be surprised. I was a banker for twenty seven years, and when I started one of my six businesses, they gave me a forty thousand line of credit with my uh, Visa card. So mm-hmm. don't. Don't uh, discount the possibility that that could be an option for you. Okay. Maybe Thank we'll you. have yeah. more doors then. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So in terms of funding, we just started into it. Mm-hmm. Vita, what are your sources of funding to make this happen? Um, so we've been reached out to um, several different organizations, Um at the provincial level, but I'm gonna uh, give this over to Christine because she's been taking care of all of the funding um, and writing up all of our plans. So she'll have more detail on that. Right, so we started with the investment readiness program that got us uh, that got us going. We've also applied for skilled development fund. So we're just waiting, we're waiting on the resolution for that one. We um, participated in the Libro Epic uh, social enterprise program and we got a little bit of money out of that and then a prize at the end when we did our, 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 our pitch uh, presentation and won the People's Choice Award. Um, we're looking at uh, Verge um, to apply for a small business loan and they, they lend to social enterprises. And we're also working uh, closely right now with um, uh, the WeTech Alliance and they've given us some um, some leads on some funding from uh, Fair Finance Fund is one of them that I, I'm working on an application for. And there was another one I just, I can't remember, but mm-hmm. we're exploring different possibilities and knocking on different doors. We also started a crowdfunding campaign. So if anybody in the community wants to support us um, for different levels of pledges, there's different rewards that we're offering. So um so at different levels, you could get a family meal or you can get an individual meal as, as our thank you for supporting us. Um, we're also creating like a, um, a gratitude wall in our business. So depending on the level that you pledge, um, we'll put an honorable mention on our wall, also on our website. Um, for one of the levels, you can actually uh, critique our food and uh help us with our menu planning. So there's there's quite a few different rewards in that. And that's through uh, Start Some Good, which is a crowdfunding campaign website. Okay, so what's the address on Start Some Good? Um, it's probably easier just to contact us at this point. Um, it's startsomegood.com, I believe. Um, but anybody that wants information can um, can email me even at theworkingclassinfo at gmail.com, and then I can send the link over. It's also found on our uh, social media, so if you go to Facebook and find the Working Class uh, Leamington, um, it's, it's on our wall there. It's also on LinkedIn. Okay. It sounds like you're passionate. You're yeah. having fun. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. And you're learning at the same time. 
Absolutely. Yes, we are. <laughs> Every day, something new. <laughs> so what's the reaction in Leamington to what you're doing? Have you heard from politicians or businesses or Vita? Let's start with you. Yeah, actually, the, the feedback has been great. We haven't heard any negativity um, thus far. I mean, our um, our mayor, Hilda McDonald, she's behind us 100%. We've been in contact with Dave at our uh, MP, and he supports us. Um, yeah, and it just wherever we turn, it's like, that's amazing that you guys are doing this, right? Um, it, it's really for a great cause, and it's, it's a lot of good. You know, we're feeding, like, who doesn't need, you know, a good meal? And, you know, we're helping the ones that sometimes don't know where to turn and how to help themselves. So we're going to extend that arm to them, too. So right now it's for immigrants or migrant mm. workers. Yeah, that's correct. Do you have any kind of homeless population in Leamington? We do, actually. Um, numbers kind of range. The last that we kind of were notified and we looked into this, we're ranging anywhere between 80 to 100 and 120 people. The, the thing is, um, it's kind of um, blinded. We don't see it. Uh, because there's a lot of couch surfacing, surfing, sorry, that's happening. So it, unless you're really looking for it, then you're not going to notice it. Um, and that's one of the things that, you know, when working these last three years um, in, a, in uh, employment Ontario, working with these youth, that was something that those blinders were taken off my eyes. You know, born and raised in this community, you know, going to be 50 soon, and I had no idea how big of a problem it really was. Um, so it's, yeah, it, no one needs to be without a roof over their head and a meal in front of them. So Christine, could you expand your services to include that community? The homeless community? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the things we talked about is, you know, when there's excess food, you know, um, instead of, you know, it going to waste, you know, we would donate our meals. Um, there's there's different programs in our community that, you know, certain nights there's a meal for the homeless, but it's not every night. So there's community pantries and whatnot, and we would be happy to donate our meals so that it can be distributed to that population, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think if anybody contacted us and was hungry, we would definitely feed them. Absolutely, you know, no question. question. Okay. Well, thank you, ladies. You're inspiring, you're passionate about what you're doing, and you're going to be very successful. Thank so you. last Thank you. point is, what's your website again? So if people are interested. It's theworkingclass.ca. And uh, we also, if anybody wants to call us, the number is 519-322-1995. And we would be happy to answer any questions or have any conversations with anybody that's interested. Okay, well, thank you very much. And get out and enjoy the wonderful sunshine we have. Thank you so much, Peter. Thank you so much, Peter.